Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Nice to Meet Me. I'm your host, Isa, and today is a very special episode because I have one of my really good friends and special guest, Marlon, here with me. Um, Marlon is a Honduran-American city rat, native Houstonian, lover of food, lover of Barry's boot camp, you know, because sometimes he has a little too many tacos. But <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, he is actually also a spelling bee champion, and that's actually really impressive because English is his second language, as it is for most of us, you know, if you're a child of immigrant parents, so can totally relate to that. We're proud of you, Marlon. Um, yeah, he's always out and about. He's actually one of the coolest people I know. And fun fact, he's actually an OnlyFans superstar. So if you want to, you know, catch them nudes, make sure you subscribe. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. He's not an OnlyFans superstar. <laughs> Marlon, welcome. And thank you so much for being here. I know this isn't paid, but do you feel famous yet? I am famous. In my, in my own world, I am famous. But um, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, Isa, for having me. I really appreciate it. I feel so honored to be a, a, a guest on your podcast. Ooh, my first guest. My, your first guest. Your first guest. Or as Wendy Williams would say, my next guest. <laughs> Thank you, Isa. Thank you so much for having me. That intro was beautiful. Um, and it's funny you say OnlyFans because in one of my many um, quarter-life crises that I've had in my short 29 years of life, I've always, every single time, I feel like I should start an OnlyFans. Um, but I don't. So don't try <laughs> looking for me. <laughs> also, by the way, yeah, don't look for him right now because he's on a social media hiatus and he's actually been doing really good. Um, he says that he'll be coming back on April 1st, but I'm willing to place bets that it'll be sooner than that. So <laughs> my Venmo is at E3M if you want to submit your bet. But um, yeah, we'll tag his Instagram down below. Even though it's an actor right now, you can catch him on April 1st. And no, it's not a joke. He said it's serious. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What are the cool facts? What should we know about you? Why should we hire you? Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay, so I always stumble with these just because I think as most humans, we don't know what the hell to say about ourselves. We, uh, I don't know if, I think we're all lost really deep down inside and we don't know anything about ourselves. And Unless you, know, you pay for Yahoo articles, but you know, that's Oh yeah, story. then you have your shit together. <laughs> or people who pay for like the New York Times, um, you know, you know where you are in your life and you have it figured out. But um, as you mentioned, I'm 29 years old. I, I didn't mention that, but he's 29 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Okay. Whoops. Single and ready to mingle, might I add. Single and ready to mingle. Um, I, yeah, a single for sure. Ready. I, you know, I, it's funny. I'm going to therapy right now. Everything's funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to therapy right now um, to try to figure out what the hell I want out of a relationship because I cannot seem to figure out dating. I've been, for the past two years, trying to date and have gone on multiple dates and every single one fails every relationship or situationship that i have fails um and uh, of course a lot of it is is because of me 
but we're figuring that out. And that's why we're here today um, is to uh, meet ourselves and yeah. figure out who the hell we are. <laughs> Amen. Preach. So that's actually the perfect segue to talk about today's topic. Today, we will be talking about core values. So let's get right into it. So actually, before we get into it, Marlon, let's tell the people how we met. Oh, yes. This is a great story. Um, I think it's a great story. Um, Why don't you kick us off? So all I have to say is trauma bonding. If you know, you know. (laughs) If you know, you know. It's we became friends, and I'm sure so many people out there have this friendship where you you create a connection with somebody that you work with through trauma. Solidarity. Yep. Yep. And you just know, you know what the other person is going through, um, and you get it, and you understand it. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so without going into too much detail, that is how we met, and we have stayed friends ever since. Also, shout out to Marie, because she is the other part of our trio. We love you. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and start talking about core values. Um, I, or a little bit before, actually, you actually already mentioned it, that you're going to therapy and you told me that you actually had been learning about core values in your therapy sessions. Would you mind sharing a little bit more about that with us? Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> I started going back to therapy recently, um, when I realized, well, right before I turned 29, a couple of weeks before I turned 29, I started going back to therapy. Um, I just realized that there was a lot of stuff in my life that I needed to figure out and I needed to um, create a plan for what I want out of my life and figure out who I am and what I'm working towards as opposed to just waking up every day and not knowing what the hell I'm going to do, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. I feel you. Um, and I love that you're going to therapy, by the way. Kudos. Thank you. Um, I'm actually trying to start therapy again now that I have insurance. So my crazy is about to come out soon, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what does, when you hear the term core values, what does that mean to you? Because I know I didn't start learning about that. I mean, granted, I always knew, had an idea that they existed, but I never really like applied it to myself until recently when I started trying to learn a little bit more about it, but I'm curious to know what does core values mean to you? Yeah. So I am in a very, you know, I, I had a very similar, um, school of thought. I didn't really, I knew core values existed and I knew that companies use them a lot, but I never really thought about applying them to me and my being and how I live my day-to-day life. Um, so does my breath smell? (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying not to breathe too hard into the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm like, like opening my nostrils so that I'll get more air because otherwise I feel like I breathe really heavy. But no, your breath is not safe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, sorry. Bad. I just... Uh, Having bad breath is like one of my biggest fears. And then I saw you holding your nose and I was like, oh my God, my breath smells... <laughs> Um, but so I always knew that like companies and organizations had core values, but I never really thought about applying them to like you as a person until recently. 
when um, during one of my sessions, my therapist um, sent me gave sent me homework and gave me a list of words and had me identify 10 and listing them one through 10, one is most important, 10 is least important, and what they mean to me and, and classifying those as the values that I live by and my core values. And to me, a core value is like the define, the definition of who you are. It's how you live your life. It's how you act. It's what you, what is your, your, your guide to being the person that you are. I love that. Yeah. And that totally resonates with me. I kind of see it as like what you stand for and every decision that you make has to align with that. I don't want to call it a goal, but like with those values, yeah, with those values. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're always going to keep them in mind and they're kind of like the pillars of your life. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you picked 10. Would you mind um, sharing with us your 10 core values and then also picking the top three and kind of going a little bit more into that and which ones you picked and why? Yeah, 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 for sure. So um, I will start out with a 10 and these are listed in order. Um, so number one on my list was success. Family, friends, independence, adventure, power, respect, honesty, beauty, and knowledge. So those are the 10 that I picked. Um, and without going into, you know, I'll kind of, I'll highlight over each single one of them and, and um, give you a little bit of what my thought process behind picking each one of, picking each one of those was. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting nervous. Um, and you don't have to share too much detail if you just want to pick like maybe five it doesn't have to be like the most important okay like whatever you're comfortable with sharing okay 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 yeah, yeah we'll hop around so i'll start with the number one um value which was success um this you know i realized that as i was sharing this with my therapist this probably had to be like the most superficial value that you could pick and of course i would pick it as number one um very fitting but i feel a lot of pressure in my life from friends, from family, from myself, especially to be successful in um, pretty much every aspect of my life. So not necessarily just, you know, money and career wise, monetary wise, um, also just like in everything that I do, I cannot fail. I have to succeed because if I fail, I, I, I go... I spiral. Do you I'm think that bad. comes from um, being a child of immigrants? Because I feel the same pressure. I mean, a little less so now, but do you think that that's where that stems from? Uh, 100%. I think so. I think that being as a child of, an, of immigrants, there's a lot that you have to live up to. Um, and I think that our parents don't realize that. But we, one of the things that I think about often is the fact that at, for the most part, a young age, a lot of our parents moved to a country where they didn't, maybe they weren't maybe too familiarized with the culture. They maybe weren't too familiarized with the language. They really didn't know what they were walking into, um, but they made it happen. And I don't think that they realize how big those shoes are to fill because they've come to this country and they have put us in a position to not really know any different 
and have lives that for the most part are 10 times easier than their lives were. Yeah. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Like you, that like went in deep. I've been trying to like find a way to like express that, but I think you put it perfectly. Like, um, they struggled so much and they gave up so much and not to like diminish their effort or their struggle, but we have a struggle too. You know, it's just a different type of struggle. It's kind of like comparing like physical labor, you know, the, the tiredness that comes from physical labor, comparing it to the mental exhaustion that comes from sitting at a computer out of nine to five. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. I see, I see where you're going with that. Um, of course, also on my list, I had like family and friends. I feel like everyone, or not everyone, I take that back. Most people will have family and friends on their list of values and, you know, they're, their guiding decision behaviors. Is that a, is that an expression? Sounds about right. Okay, cool. Um, the next one is um, independence. So I'm an incredibly independent person. And um, this kind of connects to success or like they both connect to each other because I am, um, I strive to be successful in every single thing that I do and never fail, but I will never ask for help. Ever. I feel like asking for help is a sign of failure. So I'm not going to allow myself to ask for help. Um, So I'm very, very independent, um, almost to a fault. Um, But I feel like in some some ways that that has kind of made me a stronger person because I have to force myself to figure it out on my own. Um, Might make me a little bit more broken because I put myself through hell trying to figure it out. But um, yeah. And then let's see here. So adventure. I thought that this was a a, a really good value because I I was also talking about relationships, these values and how they connect to my relationships, um, romantic relationships. And adventure was a big thing for me. I cannot imagine being with somebody who is not willing to take risk, somebody who doesn't want to travel um, and now I understand not being able to travel, not being able, not being able to travel and not wanting to travel are two very different things. Um, but people who just don't have the urge to leave their street, to me, that is crazy. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting that you mentioned that. Um, one of mine is actually independence and I want to share kind of what that means to me because it's a little different than what you mentioned, but it's the one that I connect with the most. I hate having people tell me what to do. (laughs) Like, if David tells me to do something, I will not do it on purpose until, like, he stops reminding me and then I'll do it. Um, It's probably one of my toxic traits. (laughs) But I see that more as me just wanting to have control over myself and the things that I do. Um, So I can definitely um, relate to the core value of independence I did want to ask you about power, though. I noticed that that was on your list, and I'm really intrigued as to what that means for you. So can you elaborate on that? Yeah, of course. So in the vein of romantic relationships, this value, and you know what? It may, it may not just be romantic relationships. I think it's also like my friendships as well and um, 
most relationships that I have is I like to be in power. I want to be in control and I want to be a decision maker. Um, I, I think that it stems from several factors growing up that, you know, occurred to me trauma that I have experienced. Um, but yeah, I want to be in power. I want to be in control. I want to be the final say in my relationships. And I do a better job about it with friends than I do with romantic partners. Um, I want, yeah, like I just want to be more, I, I am more dominant, not want to be, I am more dominant. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so now let's talk about why are these important to you? Well, not like the core values itself, but having core values as a whole, why is that something that you think is important for us as human beings and just people trying to go on with life? <laughs> um, I think they, I feel like they're important because they are your guides for how you make decisions in your life. You know, if you don't have core values and you're required to make a decision, um, what's to say that you will make a decision that goes against who you are and what you believe as a person because you don't have your defined values. Um, so I think that they're a really good guide for making decisions, um, creating a personality. If you know, yeah. I like, I, Period. that's it. That's, why that's you it. That's it. Um, yeah, they, they, they really do like create your personality and who you are as a people. And they kind of define like who you will hang out with and who you want to be friends with and who you will date. Um, what family members you are closest to. Um, they kind of, Especially on that family one, because some people you just have to love them from far away. Oh, yes. There's a lot of people you have to love from far away, I feel. But um, your values help you make those decisions and define that and really create who you are as a person. Um, and I think that's a great reason of why I'm trying to figure out who I am and maybe you as well is because we don't have or I don't have those defined values really narrowed down yeah I 100% agree um I really think that's like the first step in getting to know yourself because I don't know whose quote this is or maybe it's not like someone's specific quote but I've heard it a million times that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And so you have to decide what you're going to stand for. And that's why you have to determine who the fuck you are, <laughs> you know? Um, 100% I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. So, okay. So if you were going to walk somebody who's never heard about core values before through the process of finding out what their values are, how would you recommend that they do that? Where where do they start? The first step in identifying like your core values, I feel, and this is what helped me. So, you know, I, I'm sure it can be different for everyone else. It will be different for everybody else. Um, but it required a lot of self-reflection. A lot of, yeah. That's tough. It required a lot of like looking at myself and thinking about my behaviors, thinking about my actions. And while identifying some of these values, 
I realized that maybe there are things that I have done in the past that I don't want to do anymore. Things that I don't, you know, things that I maybe want to change about myself because they don't necessarily fall in line with the values, the the beginning stages of me trying to identify what my values are and who the fuck I am. Can yeah. I cuss on here? Yeah, of okay. course. Uh, yeah, one thing that has really helped me um, is journaling. And I know that you recently started to journal or yes. trying to. How are you liking that so far? It's good. It's, um, I'm trying to be more consistent with it. I'm trying to, um, do it daily or at least, um, on a consistent basis. If it's not daily, every other day, every three days, whatever that means for me. But I have found it as a really good tool and a really good resource to take notes of how I'm feeling and being able to go back and share that with my therapist. Um, because your therapist is not always there with you. It's not there with you every day. You know, yeah. like they, you, you kind of have to, if you, if you have a session every single week, you kind of have to cram a week of emotions and, and experiences into 60 minutes. So journaling has really helped me um, keep track of my emotions and how I'm feeling and kind of reflecting on that. And it has made it easier for me to be able to identify what I need to do different. I love that, that's awesome. So yeah, I think it's safe to say that we both recommend journaling. Um, and if you're not really sure where to start, which I remember like when people used to tell me like, oh, you need to journal, you need to journal. It was very intimidating because I didn't know what to fucking write. And I didn't want to just be like, oh, dear diary, today I washed my hair. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> a lot of people told me that as well. And in my what crossed my mind was like, I'm not five anymore. I don't need to have exactly. a diary. But uh, And also, I think that's like another Hispanic thing, like where you were taught, maybe like subconsciously taught to like suppress your emotions. Like, yes. yeah, like, callate, you know, like, no de chillando mm -hmm. or stuff like that. Um, and everything's perfect to everybody yeah. else, even if it's falling apart. Emotional inside. damage. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but if you're wanting to start journaling, I mean, there's a lot of resources out there to kind of help you. Um, obviously, Google, <laughs> number one. Um, but there's a couple of like like newsletters that you can sign up for and they send you like a daily prompt of stuff that you can write about. That's how I started off. I started off with like doing like prompted entries, but it really, now where I'm at, it just really turned into like Marlon was saying, just like logging my feelings, like going through my day and saying like, okay, today I did this or someone told me this and it made me feel such and such way because like he said, you can go back and really examine like why you were feeling certain things and look at it with a different perspective of maybe learning something or trying to do something different. Um, another resource, I guess we can call it that I liked is I bought these like I don't know if they're like oracle cards or like, I know they're not tarot cards, but they're some sort of like guided meditation yoga cards or something from Amazon. And they each have like a message. So I would randomly pick one, read the message. And then my journal entry would be, what does that mean to me? How can that apply to my life? So you can just, oh, awesome. um, you send me the link for that. yeah, definitely. I'll, also post it down in the show notes. <laughs> it's not a commissionable link, so I won't get paid, but you know. Um, 
yeah, so that's a good way to start. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just starting. Like once you start, you'll find whatever works for you. Um, and you just have to be consistent. Honestly, that's one of the lessons that is probably the hardest lesson to learn is to be consistent with anything that you do. Um, but yeah, Marlon, are there any other resources that you would recommend? I would also start by just Googling. You know, there's a ton of resources on the web. Um, and if you just start Googling um, values and finding examples of what other people have defined as their values, um, you'll, you'll, you'll come a long way. Oh yeah, Research. definitely. Um, YouTube, there's, if you just like search on YouTube, what are core values? You'll come across these like really poorly edited, not interesting to watch videos. Interesting in the sense that like the aesthetics aren't pretty to look at, but they have a lot of valuable information. And there's actually an episode that I listened to from this one guy who wrote that one book. It was a couple years ago. It was like super famous. I think it had like a, a like white and blue and yellow cover. You know, because self help books always have those <laughs> colors. But um, is it you are a badass? Either something like that, or it was like the one like how not to give a fuck or something. Oh yes. Wait, let me find his name. I have that episode saved in my Spotify. Um, and it's literally, I think it's like a podcast episode from, like, he's basically just reading an article that he wrote. But let me see if I can find it. Oh, Mark Manson. Let's see what he wrote. I know he wrote a book. Yeah, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I didn't read that book because I don't give a fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> I haven't read it, but it's. I would just added it to my list, but he has a uh, podcast and I listened to the episode titled, Who the Fuck Am I? The Ultimate Guide to Personal Values. And that was such a great listen. It's about 28 minutes long. So I'll also link it in the show notes. But if you guys want to listen to that episode, I think that would be a really good place to start to just kind of get a better idea of what core values are. Um, but yeah, well, Marlon, thank you so much for being here with us thank you for having me this has been an absolute pleasure yeah and for making me laugh so much (laughs) that's what i do best (laughs) honestly we recorded the intro like a hundred times but it was so funny (laughs) um i'll probably insert some bloopers at the end um but yeah i just wanted to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions so that our audience can get you our audience our whole like five listeners probably (laughs) (laughs) can like get to know you a little bit better um, so are you ready? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. What is your favorite food? <laughs> oh my God. This is a really tough question because I, I, are my answers supposed to be rapid fire too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> um, okay. My uh, plantains. Ooh, I love Ooh, that. Fried? Love plantains. Fried or baked or, yeah, I think those are the only two ways that I've Or done. chips. Plantain chips are really good. Plantain too. chips are really good too. Yes. Wait, do you eat them with any toppings? The, my plantains? Uh-huh. So, yeah, in Honduras, we, uh, and then my grandma used to make this as a child, and it was, like, one of my favorite, like, Wait, 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 can ever. I guess? What? Wait, is it grandma and then, like, um, strawberry marmalade on top? No. Oh, okay. No. No, but you were close. So, um, it is, like, the Honduran crema, and then there's, like, this cheese that they put on top, they sprinkle on top, and um, sometimes she would... Like, bake the whole plantain, cut it in half, put beans in the middle, like, 
refried beans, then put the um, crema, and then just sprinkled cheese on top, and it was so freaking amazing. Oh, that sounds so good. I've actually had that before a long time ago. I did have it with, like, the cheese, and it was amazing. It's so good. Um, in Mexico, we usually eat them with, like, crema and um, something sweet on top, whether it's, like, cajeta or um, yeah. mermelada. But, yeah, so good. Awesome. Um, next question is, what is your favorite thing to do in Houston or your favorite place to go in Houston? Oh, man, that's a, that's a hard question because Houston has so many um, fun things to do. And I think that when you live here for so long, you don't realize it. But I'm on a park kick right now. Um, the weather has been really great. So, for example, last Sunday, I went with a couple of friends to the park and we um, put some wine in like our little oh, bottles cute. and we like laid out a, a picnic blanket and we just like laid at the park and like people watched and we even like talked to some people as they were like walking by, which was kind of fun. I didn't really until recently realize that Houston was such a big park city, but apparently we are when it's not 10,000 degrees outside. Have you gone to that new, um, the one that they just opened, the one with the tunnels, Memorial? I Memorial, think it's Memorial Park. Yeah, Park. so that's yeah. where we were last Sunday. Oh, how is it? It was so much fun. It was packed with people. Oh, So nice. many people, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a picnic girly. Every time David and I try to plan a date, I always say, oh, let's go on a picnic. <laughs> he makes fun of me for it. But yeah, that's also one of my favorite things to do. See, this is why we're friends. Exactly. Um. Okay, next question is, what is your favorite song of the moment? And if you don't answer Bad Bunny... Just kidding. <laughs> also, did you hear about him and Kendall Jenner? What the fuck yeah. is going on there? Okay, leave my mans alone. <laughs> um, yeah, I did hear about that. Odd. I don't think they're dating. I think they're just fucking up. Let's be real. They, it's Chris Jenner. She fucking planned this because she knows that he's popping right now and she just and wants to cash in. She, well, she's also trying. I think she's trying to. I mean, look, Kendall is very famous. Very, very famous. Um, is she though? I mean, she's kind of like compared to her sister, she's probably one of the least famous ones, and I think that she's trying to like pick up the pick up the Cloud. pace on her a little bit. But um, it is right now my favorite song, my favorite Bad Bunny song is La Jompa. Oh, I don't like that one. Oh my god, I love it so much with Arcangel. I used to listen to Arcangel when I was little, and he had this one album cover that like freaked me the fuck out. The really? one where he has the eyes. Does he wear contact? But it's like it's super creepy. I don't know. I did recently find out that he was like four foot eight, though. No way. Yeah, he's short king. <laughs> short king. Do we stand a short king though? Yeah, I'm five foot eight. I have oh. to support my people. Okay. Um, I guess. <laughs> I dated a guy that was shorter than me, so never making that mistake Wait, again. What? Yeah. Okay, we, we also, need to talk about that one day. He was psycho, so let's not get into that. Um, all right, are you reading any books right now? I am not, but I'm trying to get into reading one of the books that I'm trying to get my hands on, and I need to order it on Amazon is Solito. Ooh. Which have you heard about that? It's about this um immigrant this child who immigrated from el salvador to the united states as like i want to say that he was like young like very 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 young Mm -hmm. um and it just talks about his experience awesome sorry i thought the volume was down on your mic so i was gonna turn it up but then i realized i'm looking at it upside down i was like wait we did not just spend 40 minutes recording for you to like be on whispering (laughs) (laughs) um okay next question is 
Do you have any upcoming trips? I know you're a jet setter, so where's your next destination, Mr. Adventure? I am actually going to Honduras next in a couple of weeks, like two or three weeks, actually. Um, my cousin is graduating, so uh, I'm going to her graduation party. Oh, nice. Well, have fun. Thanks. Um, that sounded so fake. I'm I sorry. know. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Um, okay. Now let's get into something a little bit deeper. What is your most toxic trait? Oh my God. It has to be, I think I'm, there's a battle between two, which is my love for power. And then also wanting a relationship, but not wanting the responsibility or the label of a relationship is my most toxic, toxic trait right now. Um, And many many potential relationship situationships have ended because of that hmm interesting okay um next question and this is second to last um what have you learned about yourself recently if anything (laughs) um that i don't know that there is no timeline for figuring your shit out nobody uh, 29 hit you hard, 29 didn't it? 29 <laughs> hit me hard. 29 hit hard. But you know what? People, there's no timeline for anything. And people figure their lives out earlier. People figure out their lives, people figure out their lives later. Um, so there's no timeline. And it's okay. Wherever you are, it's okay. But I love that. Um, okay. And last question is, this is, this kind of sounds cliche, but I like it. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, right now, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is um, my younger self, I would tell him to quit being a little bitch about <laughs> spending so much time in college and just... There was two things that I wanted to do as a kid. The first one was to become a plastic surgeon. The second one, when I realized how much school that required... I said, screw that. Then it was become an architect. But then I also realized that that's quite a bit of school. So I said, screw both. Um, but I think that looking back on it, I might, the advice I would give my younger self is say, fuck it and just do it. Because I'm 29 now. And had I chosen the plastic surgeon route, I'd be graduating in a couple of years, probably making half a million dollars a year. You can get me titties. I can get you titties. <laughs> Friends and family discount, 20% off titties. <laughs> 20%? No, I need more than that. <laughs> Do you have a group hug? <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for sharing with us, um, especially speaking up uh, about your therapy experience. I know that's kind of difficult for some people to talk about. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and is there anything else that you would like to tell, to tell our, oh, I sound so country. Is there <laughs> anything else that you would like to tell our audience? Where can they find you if you want to Yeah. So, um, thank you guys for listening to me for however long you've had to listen to me. Um, that in itself is an accomplishment. <laughs> um, so hey, you, you accomplished you something today. Guest. What's that? You get to say that you were a I know. A now I can guest. say that I'm a podcast guest. I'll add that to my resume. Um, as I'm currently looking for a new job. (laughs) Um, But um, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle, well, it won't come up now because it's deactivated, but soon um, it is at 
Marlin David H O U. That's uh, Marlin David H O U. You'll be able to find me there. Um, give me a follow. Send me a DM. Uh, maybe I'll say something funny to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious, you guys. You have to message him. But okay, well, thank you again so much for listening. And this is where we'll leave it at. And that's it. That's all we have. <laughs> you guys right. have a great day. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Later, guys. Bye.